as we go. But. All right, cool. So we're yeah. just talking about how I started a new job in the trades. I'm a yeah. I fix how heaters, do you, baby. Yeah, you're doing it. You like this job more than you like. I mean, so everybody knows the saga of your first foray <laughs> into this, where you were just abandoned, you know, like uh, an orphan on a fire department. I was like, staircase. another family lost me again. Right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Right. Did you get a ping of like, yeah, not adopt? Am I going to get adopted into a new job? What What happens to me now? I'll call my mom. Hey, will you readopt me? I need help. Right. Come pick me up. Bring sandwiches. But um, so this job is better than the old job was. Yeah, it's as good as the other one was bad. As far as them actually Ooh. caring about doing the work and making sure they leave. Like we've gone to jobs where we got called to do something, and they ended up being like a five minute fix. And they were like, well, let's check the heater while we're here, because if not, we'll have to deal with it later. And then there was something wrong with that. And we replaced a part and it saved everyone a bunch of time and money. But it like, except for us, you know, we had to do an extra three hours that day. And that I really liked that. I like that they, you know, you know, they have like pride in their work, but maybe yeah. too much. You think they have too much pride in their work? Well, just in the idea of working. They're so hardcore New York Italian where they're like, we should just be building and working 90% of our lives and then we'll just die someday. And that's okay. Right. Yeah. I think there, I think there's a real thing. It is weird to be at a place where people are fully like living out their dreams or like content in their, if not living out their dreams, at least in a profession where they're like, I want to be in this field. This might not be exactly what I'm trying to do, but I do enjoy this work because honestly, I felt that, once in my life and it was when I were I you know I went to school for journalism and I worked at a newspaper and I was like oh, oh this really feels, yeah this feels good and like I like doing this work it's not perfect this isn't where I want to be forever at this place specifically but like I feel good about what I'm doing literally every other job I am like technically society says I have to do this so <laughs> this yeah. sucks and then, you know, and that's where you get like people that you're like, it's like 830 and people are like, good morning. How are you? And you yeah. have to like hold your face together, like hold your mouth shut. So you're not like, if you say one more fucking word, I'll find where you live <laughs> and I'll burn your apartment down. You know what I mean? Like, so we're like butting heads with that energy. And I so I I, I kind of know the feeling of what you're talking about. I think yours is different because everybody there is like family, right? They're all literally like family. Yeah, it's one giant Italian tribe of hardworking motherfuckers who know the shit out of what they're doing. And then when it gets to around four o'clock, when it's time to go home, they're like, wouldn't it be cool if we could do like three more jobs right now? And I'm like, right. is no one do stuff at night? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I, please leave. I love the idea of like one guy needing to be held back. He's like, I'm going to go fix something. I'm going to go fix something right now. They're like, no, Jacob, no, you fixed enough today. Stop. You're going to hurt yourself. and not going to be able to fix as much in the long term. You got to think long term. Right. And I have to and pretend to love that also. One, you know, I do need money to live and maybe get a better apartment. But two, I don't want to be the guy who doesn't want to be there. Right. Even though, yeah, I don't want to work. I, I will admit it. I'm a lazy idiot. And I don't want to have a job that isn't the thing I want to do. I want it's to travel weird. around towns and make people laugh for like an hour and then go hang out at a hotel. Right. There's so much social pressure. I find myself like I work late a lot. I do stuff. Normally, I'd be like, man, this isn't my fucking job. Like, how dare you even at like 
every job I've been in, basically, I've always been that person. And I'm always, and I like, it took me so long to figure out what that was. And it's so much like, you know, I just don't want anyone to be mad at me. And I hate myself. I, I honestly, I'm like, what a weak little bitch ass Mm. thought to be like, Oh, I don't want this person. I don't respect to be upset that I didn't do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ever have that person at your job? It's like five o'clock. Boom. I'm done. Like they'll crush their job. But as soon as it's that, as soon as the clock hits, they're like, fuck you. I'm out. And you're like, wow, I love how intense they are. And you're like, no, it's just a part of me that wants to be an adult and be able to stand up for myself. I have, I have multiple people at my current job who do poorly at their jobs and they're like, all right, 451. I think we're good. And, and you're like, look, I love what you're doing, but know that I can actively see you cutting your time at this place short. Like if this is a place that you want to stay, I, su- I suggest you stay at least nine more minutes. Just I'm not saying I'm not even saying stay late. I'm just saying stay until five. So it looks like you're doing something and that you want to be here, because when you leave, I hear your supervisors being like, this motherfucker, oh you know, so leaving like, again. All right. Right. Oh God, he doesn't want to be here. Who doesn't want to be here? There's we give you money and take your soul. So we've uh, we've been working. So I go into the office, but we work from home. Like I work from home three days a week, usually or something like that. Uh, and a lot of a lot of people, you know, work from home, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Over the weekend, I would say that most people would like take their computer with them, whatever, just in case. Not that you're actually even going to do anything, but just in case something crazy, like let's say it floods over yeah. the weekend and then whatever you're not Fuck. in. Then everyone's coming in. <laughs> well, no, but so like if it's like a when we had the flooding shit here, um it nobody was coming in actually that it was the opposite i actually ended up going into work the day after that shit happened and like it was beautiful it was like beautiful weather it was a nice day outside but nobody was actually in the office right because mm-hmm. they're like you know we'll stay home whatever which i get which is how it should be you shouldn't have to come in the office but um there's one guy that i work with who just literally never takes his computer home and he's like my he's wrong about he's multiple rungs above me as far as this. so i'll never be like hey man just so you know like i think they might want you to like just be a little <laughs> but like one time our our boss was basically like hey i think maybe it'd be a good idea for you to take your computer home tonight like i know you say you're working from home like he would work from home and not have his computer so he would just be working on his phone somehow like just i guess just emailing and then not doing the other shit i don't know what he was doing yep his feet were holding the bomb and he's just tapping away and i just thought it was such a funny thing that like a grown adult had to tell another grown adult two people who both make way more money than me one of them had to be like hey you know when you're saying you're working from home you should actually do that you know what i mean like i can tell when you're not doing that that's such a funny thing. uh that's also like such a shitty thing to make another adult do <laughs> no one has to have to, like i don't want to have to scold other adults come on right you should have been raised by now yeah it, it is wild but like it is it's kind of crazy like this person should know better but like when you get thrown into the job force like you don't know any like you have no idea what the expectation is you don't like You'll do a job interview. They'll say some bullshit. You'll lie about whatever you think you should lie about. And then you get to work. And then a lot of places are just like, well, you're here. You'll figure it out. And you're like, well, what the fuck? You're like, I don't even know if I can wear jeans on Friday. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, 
what is the dynamic? I don't know anything that's going on here. And it is weird to have to figure all that shit out on the job instead of like, I don't know. There's, I, I don't know if you had any high school or college classes that like were functional in the way of them being like, yo, okay, you're going to get into an office someday. Here are the things you should expect. I feel like it's not of that. No, it's like, no, there's no actual training in real life. It's just like basic it's so information crazy. for ideas. It's just so weird. I, I don't really understand why nobody ever wants to talk. The things that people never talk about are like, you're never supposed to talk about how much money you make or whatever. And nobody fucking just says, yeah, I don't know. We wear black shoes here. That's it. You know, like nobody ever says the simplest shit ever. And I uh, I get so frustrated with that. Also, working should be illegal. I do think working that should be illegal. You know, I changed a dress code at a PR firm. I was camping at once because I just dressed so shitty that they eventually lowered the code. <laughs> oh, wow. They lowered it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't That's it up. They just lowered it to include me. They were like, look, we know this guy's never going to reach our high standards. So. <laughs> Let's just bring it down to his level. Well, how valuable were you that they were like, we'll come none. to you on this? I, well, it's like, it's a job that no one is willing to do. So if they find someone who will stay there, like the guy after me, it's Patrick Hasty. I don't know if you met him. That's his job now. They You're talking to me. You're asking me if I know Patrick Hasty. <laughs> yes. That's why you know Patrick Hasty. Yeah, I know Patrick. <laughs> very Hastie. funny comedian, hilarious um, comedian, friend of the show. Probably got probably someone who really just. Let me know that podcasting was a thing that I could and should be uh, doing. Yeah, nostalgic I I may front. Have, Give it a never listen. Never heard of them, I guess. That's a Sorry, great. I don't know why I came to you so <laughs> Also, I was at a wedding with the both of you. Yeah, we were there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he did it after me, and then they just like kept they would give him anything he wanted just to keep him there. They're like, whatever you want your hours to be, whatever you want the pay to be, you just keep doing this so we don't have to deal with getting more people is that the he, job he's currently at yeah <laughs> hell yeah dude and he now he's a, the guy getting temps for yeah them. he like and they ha- i don't know i mean i think i can say something like whatever no one no one from whatever that place is is going to be listening but like there's so many he's like yeah we have some extra shit left over from a shoot like do you want this like the things he's offered me and the things I've got, I have cologne I got from him pre-pandemic that I still wear. That's how big the bottle was. It's so I love good. big discount cologne. It's so be good. No, but that's the thing. It wasn't discount. It's like it was like a hundred dollar oh, yeah. or more bottle like, of cologne. It was they just like huge. work with some shitty companies or like one big mega store company, right. and then like all their other brands are like high end brands and stuff. I got my friend. Right. They have samples you're allowed to take, and I got my friend some like really bougie makeup that she loved. Right. Um, but also, so one of the things that's really entertaining about that job is that you pick samples of stuff before they're released into the wild, so that bloggers can write about, and then all the people who work at the company will pick stuff that they want to keep. Yeah. And like one year they were like, all right, we want a bar cart and I want this uh, surfboard, not surfboard, but a paddle board, right? It's a surfboard okay. without the fin at the bottom. And then the stuff shows up and they're like, well, that's really big. I don't want to deal with that on the train. And so they would, it, we just had to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> like a story I think, of forgotten bullshit. I think that's where, because there's times where he's like, hey, we got like a couple of extra like cornhole boards. Do you just want those? <laughs> I'm like, I fucking love cornhole, dude. That's great. I'll take I'll take work off to come to your job to pick up some cornhole shit and then, you know, live my life. But uh, yeah, that is jobs are bad. 
and I don't know why we do them, but the intricacies, I mean, I guess I do, but like the intricacies <laughs> of jobs, like the little nuances at every different job are just fascinating to me, even though I hate every person there. I do love people watching whenever I start a new job. I'm always just like, what is this? What is this little dynamic? Who hates who? <laughs> Who's fucking? Who's getting fingered? Yeah. I want to know what's happening. <laughs> One lady would just like go back into the storage closet that I worked at there and would just like freak out at her brand new iPhone like a child. It was really entertaining sure. to get to see because, you know, you're like the, the guy in the closet, so you don't count as existing. So people yeah. are like, this is the this is the room you could just go in and scream in whenever you're having a bad moment. And I'm just like, hey, I'm here, <laughs> but okay. Like, they're like, is that a ghost? What was that? I don't know. Uh, I think that room's haunted, and people yeah. are like, can you unlock it? I gotta, I want to go home. But you started a new job, and things are good. That's good. That makes me happy. It's do, interesting. Like it's like work I respect. That's something that's huge. Do you respect the work that your company does? Do you think it's a thing that should exist? <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> uh... You just. I've never done a job like that. I've never done a job <laughs> yeah. where I was like, wow, you guys are really doing something that needs to be done. And for the first time in my life, I was like, this is, yeah, people want this. People want you to show yeah. up and do this well. And that's bizarre. There are like four jobs. There are maybe like off the top of my head, there are three jobs I can respect. Okay. <laughs> Farmer. That's my first one. Yeah. Uh, forklift operator. I feel like that's a big one. I just like so it. So specific. I, I feel it like there's seems... so much shit around that. That, that, that <laughs> just... would also. <laughs> it just cool. feels like a fun one. You know, you get to sit in the forklift, you lift stuff. People die. It is dangerous. Uh, and then stripper. Actually, well, okay, this is Ty. Stripper and strip club DJ. I think there's a lot of strip work. Club that DJ? Goes into that. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. they're like tied in together. There's a flow between the two that are really important. I feel like yeah. if they work well together and there's a solid team, it's just like. You know, it's like watching a basketball game in Madison Square Garden where the guy who plays the little music clips between play between moments sure. during timeout. Sure. Really good at it. And you're like, this yeah, whole well, thing is one fluid moment. Yeah. You know, the head coach of the New York Knicks looks up at the DJ and he's like, good job, Jason. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Exactly like yes. That. The flow, buddy. You're it's just like it. that. One of the I things that blew me away when I sorry, when I was at a Knicks game was they. I was like, are they playing fucking commercials for TV right now? And they were playing clips from shows of actors that were in the stadium. Oh, interesting. I was like, I'm mad know. about the commercials, but then I was like, look at the guy. He's sitting there trying to not look at us. I've never been to a Knicks. I just realized I wasn't. Did you set a timer? <laughs> I am oh, not, no, not at all. Timer. I just looked at my talking about any of this. Uh, uh, we'll say minutes. a couple. We'll we'll I'll say this real quick and then uh, we can whatever move on. But uh, two things. One, uh, I've never been to Madison Square Garden for a basketball game. I've been there. I've been in the bowels of Madison Square Garden. I've been in like inside, deep in the arena, and like the loading docks and the like uh, freight elevators and shit like that. But my first job in New York City was working like the VIP room at an Ariana Grande concert. So that was the first time I'd ever That's been to so Madison Square funny. Garden. Uh, and I've seen music there since. And I saw her. I will say she did rock it. I'll give it. To, I'll give it to that girl. She knows what she's doing. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Wait, but I've so never, the VIP I've never room, seen a like basketball. a boxy type thing. Yeah, they they like basically they had like a box. Yeah, they had like a box suite area, and then it was like little kids could come in, and their horn horny little kids and their even hornier parents could come up and be like, "Ari's gonna be up here. Everybody, come get your necklaces. Come get a photo. Come do. There's some chips or whatever." Oh, hey, Ari, my uh, yeah. daughter loves you. <laughs> like, why yeah. do you say it like that? 
<laughs> yeah, right. Where's my daughter, daughter won't. My daughter won't shut up about you. I'm not mad about it. Like that's exactly. And your little dances. Was. But so yeah, she never even showed up. And I don't even know if she was. <laughs> I'm not sure if she was supposed to or not. But she like never came up there. And uh, I was like, oh, you just paid five hundred dollars for this. Yes. I hope the show is worth it because this is actually bad. my dream job in New York City is an event producer who lies about celebrities that are going to show up. Oh, you just want to You just want to die young. That's what your dream job is. is to die. I think early. it's too late for that. I think I'll yeah, die medium fair. now. That's I did uh, my last job before the pandemic was making waffles for a company I hated. It yeah, was a we, terrible job. But yes. the last thing they did, and I think I texted that I quit from this from the box seats, was they gave me box seat tickets to a Madison Square Garden, a concert at Madison Square Garden, which is fucking sick. Eating sushi and then ever... be like, I am quitting this job for sure. What's the have you ever had like an epic quitting? Do you have like an epic quitting story or is it just like no call, no show or like I, oh, I do a lot of no call, no shows for yeah. minimal wages. Yeah. Well, as soon as something it. as soon as they like try to see what they could get away with me, I just walk away. Yeah, I did I have my... I think the closest was a guy called me because I told him I was going to quit when I moved. And then yeah. I like had a I like didn't show up the day after my birthday and I called out sick and they called me and tried to tell me that I was done and I was like no I'll be there next week and he's like oh, <laughs> oh okay <laughs> that's what funny. about you I think when I was in like I might have been like a junior sophomore or junior in high school um, I had like spent a summer working at McDonald's and then I was like well when the fall comes I'm gonna be playing football so. I'm going to have to do a, I said like a hiatus. I'm like, if I could just go on like a hiatus and like, I'll just come back, you know, like totally full intention of never coming back. Uh, Why the half line? I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't want to fully, you know, I like to hedge my bets just in case I didn't make it to the NFL. I was like, maybe I could come back to McDonald's, you know, like that was my thought. And I just never, I fully just was like, yeah, just put me on like hiatus, which means someone had to like fill out paperwork. You know, I had to like pinky swear that I was going to come back. And then I like never, I just never did. I never came back. I think I still might technically be an employee at the, uh, uh, Wait Park, Minnesota McDonald's. Oh, if anyone there's wants an to ancient check. manager who has a clipboard of people who are going <laughs> right. to come back. Like he's going to do it. I'll wait. Right. I told him if, I'd wait, and I don't, I don't turn back on my word. If anyone is still there, if you could clock me in, that would be great. I would really appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, and then once I just like once I worked the shitty overnight job at a hotel in which I had flooded the pool once, but you know that was an accident. That people sometimes accidents happen, you know. But um, that didn't get me. They were never going to fire me they, because nobody wanted to do this job because uh, the person who owns a hotel also, besides the fact that he also lived there with his family, he was also one of the worst people I've ever met in my entire life. And uh, basically, I had like a I like a I don't know if I had like a what happened exactly. I think I had a death in my family. And uh, basically this. So this guy had like spent. He's just shitty. Whenever we had an interaction, I was like tight and nervous and I hated it. And like he would say wild. He would be like racist, but in like a weird way. He's like he's an Indian dude. And he'd be like these fucking white people. Basically, he'd be like white people smell funny. I'm like, yo, dog, <laughs> I'm on board. I feel you. Yes. But then he'd be like Barack Obama. I'd be like, hold up. All right. That is my guy. You can't. We didn't know then what we know now, whatever. But like at the time, he'd be like, and also Obama, I guarantee 
that this guy voted for Trump. There's no way. There's no denying that in my mind right now. But this is who's probably the funniest smelling white guy that exists. A hundred percent. There's no way. Good. But he, I, I just remember being like, hey someone died and i am not gonna be in tonight and he had like a shitty response and i i didn't type or write fuck you i think i was actually on the phone i didn't say fuck you but like i said fuck you you know what i mean like the tone was like if i ever see you in the streets you're dead (laughs) you're fucking dead to me you're as dead as the person who's who just died is which is why I'm not coming in. The sheer like, arrogance don't of a boss me. who doesn't pay you enough to survive to be mad right. that you have to deal with some real life is right. so crazy to me. <laughs> like, dog, you live in the fucking hotel. Maybe you take a shift, you know? Like, <laughs> it's fine. Nothing, it's God forbid, you know? And he had, he, like, his kid was in there. I also think I'm super shocked I got hired. I got to be honest because his kid was in there and, like, she was like this nice little Indian girl. And I sometimes I'd be like, Hey, and he would like slam the door. Like, I was not allowed to like wave at his daughter. Oh, I remember wow. that. It's like, I don't know, man. She's probably going to be running this place in a year and a half. So I feel like I should get a rapport with her. You know what I mean? Like, you're clearly going to die young from <laughs> everybody dies young. That's really what it is. Everyone in this hotel is going to rise up and drown you in this pool. And then she's going to run this town. So I got to, I got to get in now while I can. I have a lot of internal aggressive job energy, you know, which I do think is the perfect kind of energy to have for our fucking podcast today. I oh want a little God. bit of aggression. I think that's where Speaking we got of people who overwork their employees. This motherfucker is his own boss. Shall we do it? Let's start the pod. Bring us in, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, you sick sons of bitches? Welcome to the Burn Your Heroes podcast, where we take people that you love and we love, and we let you know why they kind of suck, all right? Also, we're going to be talking about some other shit. Don't email us about it. We don't care, all right? <laughs> we do so, get a lot of those emails. We, people get are like, a lot what of emails this podcast about? <laughs> They're like, hey, uh, I tuned into your podcast, and I love your dynamic. It is. It did just seem like it was 45 minutes about jobs you had. Uh, <laughs> is that what this is? Ben uh, and Albert try to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Ben Katzner. I am honestly one of the best overnight hotel managers you might have ever seen in your life. Don't let the fact that I overfill the pool to the point of it flooding d- concern you. Okay. How do you don't- do that? I don't know. I was probably like watching porn. Leave me oh, alone. Yeah, okay. Sorry. My bad. God, that's <laughs> what we do at work. <laughs> Either I was watching porn, I was sleeping, or I was lo- watching the weather channel, which is basically <laughs> porn and puts me to sleep. All right. So that's probably what happened. Uh, I am Ben Catster. I'm one of your co hosts. With me today is. I am Albert Kirshner, and for the first time, I'm not joking when I say I am a professional ranch holder. That's my job now. If you want to fix something and you don't have 15 hands, I'll hold the wrench. You call for it, I'll give it to you. Sometimes I'll put it on the ground and pick up another wrench. That's it. 
You know, okay. we were talking about weird job expectations. It's very interesting because I come in and everyone's really hyping up how crazy it's going to be in the winter. And I'll be doing these long hours and crazy days and it's going to be really hard. But then they'll say stuff like, but you're just going to be standing there holding tools. It's okay. They're like, we're going to get you in a truck as soon as possible. We're going to put all these expectations on you, but really don't have to do stuff for a while. Right. And I'm like, I, I don't know how stressed to be yet. <laughs> They're like, you have gloves, right? Because you are going to be holding the shit outside for a long time. It is very important. <laughs> but right now, why don't you go take a nap, buddy? You seem a little sleepy. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. Who are we burning today, Ben? Oh, Today, I am excited for this. I hope you are, too. We are burning Dwayne The Rock Johnson, baby. How do you feel? Are you jacked up for this? You I'm jacked up. You know, I watched a video of him talking about working out today, and then I lifted a weight. I oh, my I weekly workout, baby. Once I went to the week. gym today, too. I've, really? I, I can't. Yeah, I felt a little hot. I was walking down. And I was like, literally, I was walking out of the gym and I was like, I bet I could fight anybody on the street and win. Isn't like, that, that's what the gym does uh, to people. It's criminal how good it makes your brain feel. It's like, right. and how awful it feels to want to go there. Right. Going to the gym beforehand is just ugh, it's a brain thing. I will never get yeah. over. And then every time I'm leaving, I'm like, oh, my God, I can do stuff. Why don't I right. do this all the time? It's awful. I, I genuinely if I have like a good session and I don't need to be there that long, like I'm I'm there. I'm never going to be in the gym anymore more than an hour. Someone taught me that like when I was still playing sports, I was like, that's fine. I I will never be there more than an hour. Uh, Right now, I'm just like trying to work my state. I am nothing right now. I am probably in the worst shape that I've ever been. Yeah, I'll say I'm probably in the worst shape I've ever been, whatever. But like, Mm, I will leave the gym. Someone who's been tracking your body for the last 20 years. (laughs) You had a weird one five years ago. Tracking my body. What are you fucking (laughs) Dr. Fauci? Okay. as someone who is in the worst shape of their entire life, I go to the gym and then I come out of the gym and I'm like, I guarantee you that I could fly right now. Like no <laughs> one could ever stop me. My body is this insane. Like I am different than everybody else. I don't feel pain. I think I could probably flip a truck if I was bored. And yes. also like not even from adrenaline to save your child just for funsies. Like if someone looked at me sideways, I bet I could punch them into the moon. That is how I feel after <laughs> I leave the gym. So Hell yeah. I don't know if this is a good development or a bad development. What are you doing at uh, the gym? Elliptical with a speedo? Man, or shut the fuck up. I'm not going to answer that question. That's here's what the I, thing. <laughs> swimming on the floor. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Here, here's I, I will never answer that question, but I will say this. So do you have like a low? Do you have like a... How pricey are you at like a ten dollar oh, gym or you're like a cheap ass gym and I pay okay. and I suffer for it. So here's the thing I've been thinking about a lot, right? These expensive ass gyms in New York, I think like obviously they're overpriced, but I think just paying for an expensive ass gym in New York like has an effect, right? Because one, you just think you're better than everybody, but two, it's like the gym is so expensive, you no longer can like afford to do the unhealthy shit that you were doing before. You have to I'm go. Like, you have right? to show up. I'm like, well, I can't. I'll never be able to get out of this contract. I'm pretty sure they own the rights to my soul now. But mm. maybe I can just, I don't know, walk past and feel good about myself. And like, I do have a joke that is like this. But like, I think it's so funny that like I could not go to this gym for like three months and still probably be a healthier person because I'm not like watching only fans and mcdonald's you know what i mean like i just <laughs> i can't like do I'm, you do a also, lot of watching porn out and say, about I, was gonna say, I didn't know that about you I realized, 
I think I might have outed myself uh, as like a public porn watcher. I'm not doing my hands are above like, my waist. I can't tell if he loves those fries or if he's, what is he watching porn. He keeps Dog, moaning. If you see me watching porn at McDonald's, I'm the fifth weirdest person at that McDonald's. Yeah. In oh, New York, God, are you just kidding me? Porn. Oh my right. God, he's not watching oh. beheading videos over there, right. like those two dudes. <laughs> Right. Like there's there's someone inside of this McDonald's actively building another McDonald's. And that is weirder than what is going on. At table <laughs> yeah. four. He's like he's like trying to steal ideas for design plans. Right. There's anyway. Um, there's also oh. a thing. A guy, the guy uh, at that job I used to have that Patrick does now, the guy before yeah. he told me, he's like, well, that's what you pay for in New York is the more you pay, the less other people are going to be there. And I true is that would be a dream i it doesn't matter what time of the day i've ever gone to the gym the weight area has always been full of dudes without jobs it's crazy any moment you could go at 1 p.m on a monday 50 dudes without just getting jacked all the time and i'm like where do you just mug people because you're huge and you can just throw people into a a river i guess that's a good point i like that that's a very fucked up point but yeah that actually makes sense (laughs) what do you Um, do for cash I mean, it's well, like 20 bucks a month. I guess it's not super hard to afford to go in there. Don't speak for yourself. All right. My financials are not beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> you know who's in the gym all the time? The fucking rock. Oh, my okay? God. Dwayne Johnson It works out more, more hours per day than most of us would like to be at a job we actually liked. That is true. Did you Criminal. have any uh, before you... We started uh, researching for this podcast and stuff. Did you have any connection to him? Did you were you a WWE fan when you were younger? Was there anything there? I was such a turd when I was a kid about wrestling. I was like one of those idiots who's like, it's not real, like completely missing the point. And then when I started right. comedy, for some reason, every comedian in the universe fucking loves they wrestling. Love wrestling yeah. And now I have like a appreciation for it. And I would like to go see some live amateur wrestling, but I don't really fuck with it that much. I know him more as the actor. And he's sure. always like a pleasant presence in a movie. He seems like a genuinely pleasant person if you're not working for him or near him. If you just okay. have to like, you know, if you want to kind of half-ass your job, he probably sucks to be around. Because sure. I don't think he's going to let you. I think he's going to make you really try and go for it. And it's fucking exhausting. I will say, if you haven't paid attention to like early 2000s rock or like late 90s rock, you got to go back and watch some YouTube because this motherfucker in wrestling is one of the funniest and like definitely it's misogynistic and inappropriate and like problematic and everything but like before you knew how to spell those words you were like well this person <laughs> is the f- best thing that's ever am happened. i gonna learn how to spell those words because that'd be yeah, great I think you might have to <laughs> if you could put a gun to my head said if spell misogynistic or you're dead i'm just gonna say goodbye to my mom it's fucking wild like he literally was like I, there was a short window where I was like a big ass wrestling fan. I was super into it. It was intense, and then it was done. You know, like I would watch uh, Monday Night Raw or whatever when I could, or SmackDown. That's when it really hit me. Is when there's this. So they had like a Monday show and a Thursday show, and the Monday show was on cable. We didn't have cable, and then the Thursday show was on like Fox or whatever, and that was what I could have. And oh my, like I would just be like, this is insane. Like <laughs> The Rock was like fucking Beyonce for like toxic children. You know what I mean? Like I I would see this guy and see all this weird eyebrow shit he was doing and like he yeah, would he run did. out and these little like spandex and shit. And you'd just be like, what even is this? And why is he so funny all the fucking time? He was insanely funny. It was crazy to me. 
I did read a Mankind biography. Also a great wrestler, yes. And it Sad was man. super entertaining. Yeah. And wrestling is crazy. Wrestling is goddamn yeah. insane. It's so violently athletic, but also fake at the same time. It's like it's weird. the most athletic play that exists. You have to be able to like do a backflip and throw a 200-pound man while not hurting either of you. Right, it's yeah. It's crazy. like It's like I'm not really snapping your neck, but if I don't not really snap your neck, incorrectly i will kill you so yeah. we i guess we have to practice for 40 hours a week to figure this out and then like hope that it plays on tv even though they have cameras and ev- they have too many cameras it's like yeah people are like yeah this is fake it's like yeah you have a high definition camera from every single angle so when someone's like fake slapping a guy in the ass or whatever you're like he didn't even touch him so i don't even understand it's like take the cameras away just start talking funny and that is what wrestling should be okay <laughs> just start saying wild shit and then don't even worry about the other stuff um but he was yeah he was like top tier it was like stone cold steve austin mankind uh the rock were like the like a big three triple h is like one of those guys and like it was just it so like to see what he is now where he's like this beacon of like positivity and health and all this stuff he's where, the world's most giant influencer and it's exhausting yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. It may it makes sense in a lot of ways as like an actual human person, but from what he was introduced to me as, which was just like this snarky fucking a guy who would say shit like poontang pie, you know, shit where you'd have to be like, <laughs> yeah. I guess I had to look up what poontang like you you would you'd be like, I want to ask an adult what poontang pie is, but I know if he's saying it, I'm probably gonna get hit if I ask an adult. Now so he's I'm like starring gonna... in Pixar movies, like this right. is a jump. <laughs> now he's a fairy godfather in a fucking movie. Um, um, but yeah, it is it is crazy just like how influential he was to like me and my pals back in the day compared to like how now I don't even, I genuinely, if there's like a movie, I'm not going to say I don't pay attention to the rock, but like you can't ignore him. You can't ignore him. But like, if he's in something, I'm probably like, Oh, this probably isn't for me. Like this isn't going to be a film or a show or whatever for me. Like yes, that's how this is either for children or for people who have nothing inside them other than a desire for cash. <laughs> Cash. Right. That's his. Right. You know, he was actually. This is a fun one. He was considered. He was like almost got the role of Willy Wonka in that Tim Burton version. Now, how do we think that would have went? That's that would have been fucking <laughs> hilarious. And I think the world really missed out on a really intense. I think he would have beat the shit out of kids when they didn't follow the rules. We don't need right. this factory to take them down. He's just gonna smack them around a little. Yeah, it's like instead of someone drowning in a chocolate river or whatever, he just like breaks their spine like he's pain. <laughs> he's like, well, you should have stayed on the tour on the path or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Everyone would have been well behaved and he wouldn't have retired right. at the end because he doesn't retire. He just keeps right. going forward. The, you know, the kid was going to drink out of the river and be like, don't. And oh, OK, sorry, sir. And then they would have just finished their trip. At the end of the movie, he's like, all right, that was a great tour. Everybody ready for a jog? And he's like, everyone's like, what? Uh, no. 50,000 Oompa Loompas are just carrying weights behind them. Can we please set up this gym and go home? They're like, why would you want to go home when you could stay here and make cash? Uh, before we get too deep into it, I will say he has like an... It's funny who he is now because like, it, I guess it could have kind of gone either way. Like, uh, I believe he grew up in Hawaii and he was like, when he was a teen, he would like steal like 
Yeah. He, he was with like a roving pack of people who would steal, which yeah, is Yeah, I read about that. He got arrested a bunch and he was like yeah. It would like look for people outside of jewelry stores and be like, all right, these tourists are rich and we're going to take their jewels and sell them, which honestly I have no problem with. Like, <laughs> oh, these people, these people were coming to desecrate your land and like take fun pics on a place that used to yeah, be owned by your yeah, great grandparents. The history of Hawaii their is insane. I mean, he yeah. was not from there. He moved around like crazy when he was a kid and ended up there for a while. But yeah, I've. I don't know if you're just going to Hawaii to show. That's the thing that got me. I got to go to Hawaii with my ex and we went like we stayed at a hotel in the town and then we would take the bus to like the resort hotel and watch the sunsets. And then you go through a mall that just has all the stores that you'd have at a mall here. Right. That's what people do. They like go there and then they shop at PacSun and buy jewels at the jewel store that are in other malls. And it was like, this seems dumb as hell. You should get robbed a little. You know, you in Hawaii is such a fast and I'm like, it could go either way. Honestly, you could be like the best. You could be like, let's go to the top of this mountain and like watch Did the that? sunset yeah. while I hold your hand and tell you how much I love you. Or you I could see you just being on the beach, staring at the sand, being like, you know, we're all going to die. Soon. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you want to know the sad part of Hawaii? People kept bringing cats there on boats. And so now there's like these giant packs of feral house cats that hang out in the jungle. <laughs> And they all look sickly and it's weird and sad. And that's, yeah, that's you know, wild to know. That. Also, that's need- you. That's you in Hawaii. That's you on the beach being like someone being like, oh, look at that cat. That's so funny. And then you're like, yeah, you actually know there's a sad history behind that. Anyway, <laughs> do you want to like do hand stuff now or? Uh, there's this great story of a, a British guy, uh, not an admiral, but he was a captain of a boat, just showed up to Hawaii and said, hey, this is ours now. Sure. And then the king of Hawaii at the time was like, you know, this land really likes us. And I feel like it's just going to work out and come back to us. And then so the British got all these troops on there and they were like holding it and like, yeah, we own Hawaii. And then that guy's boss shows up like a month later and goes, what the hell are you doing? Get the fuck back on your boat. Sorry, guys. You can have your island back. And then they just got to keep being Hawaii. Oh, that's wild. That yeah. is not how I expected that story. to No, go right. Isn't that neat? And then Americans were like, hey, I bet we could just trick them into selling us the land. Right. I just <laughs> I i okay i'm just gonna that made me so sad (laughs) just that thought of like yeah that is what americans do made me so sad that i'm like i think i'm just gonna move on Uh, i think that's (laughs) gonna happen can Uh, we shit on the rock now can we say why he's actually a burden on the people around him yeah so we did here well how many things do you have do you have have it feels like two two things for him okay that are pretty big i feel like so you go ahead you start and then we'll i'll do one Okay. Wait, I'll... you gotta tell me. I do want to know. Like, is there anything before we get to this? I feel like sometimes we can be a little bit too negative. God, I, it's, which is crazy because we're two very positive people at all times. <laughs> uh, is there anything that you do like about him, or you're impressed by about him? Oh, almost everything. I generally <laughs> like him, and I think he does light up a movie. Like he is. He seems like a person who, if he was talk speaking to you and being nice to you, it would give you like a solid month afterwards. Yeah, I could see him being a guy. I. I think I know and I'm, you might know some people who like there are comedians who like work for like Will Smith's team and like I've heard them talk about how Will Smith will be like just make everybody he has like an air about him an aura where it's just like when you're in a room with him he just makes you feel like you're important and you're like a you're worth everything and you're just a great person and all this shit yeah. and i feel like the rock could also do that too. i feel like that's what an enlightened person would look like who still works within a capitalist society 
Sure. You know, not so enlightened that you're like, let's give to, you know, let's make sure no one needs for anything, but enlightened enough, you know, where it's like the people around me are going to be happy while I build my mountain empire. Sure. I um, will say, I do think he does volunteer, like maybe not volunteer, but like, uh, you know, the charity, the dumb charity shit that like famous. Oh yeah. And he crushes he the hospital visits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he does a lot it. of that. He's not, he doesn't seem like a, he doesn't seem like a real jerk. I think he, one of the things I don't like about him is he fucking, I mean, maybe it's just because of his criminal past. He's like obsessed with law enforcement and the military. In that a is way a that thing fucking I had. sucks. Yeah. He got a degree in criminology and I was yeah. just like, oh, I don't like, I genuinely think that's a weird thing that I hate about you. He's like, like super proud of the military while like all that shit. It's like, all right, well, are you looking at where that, what happens there? Like, I understand respecting the people who join that, but are you really just ignoring the consequences of what we send our military to do? It's yeah. fucking horrifying. He's like really pumped that there's a tank named after him. <laughs> I, like, I know people who have <laughs> served and like done, I mean, you know, like really just, been deep and shit in the military who are like yeah i could take it or leave it you know what i mean like so for a guy who's never started to be like i fucking love it, the united states military is like a wild veterans thing. who will go through absolute nightmares keep coming back to this country and yelling at politicians to stop sending people into war zones and then everyone else in america is like nah shut up this stuff is cool right how many push-ups can your guys do yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like exhausting I, and that's lame it just for me it reeks of like not really having empathy for the people that are just getting super slaughtered on our side in included it's pretty right. horrible like that's a big sacrifice to sign up for the military you should give a shit what they get sent to do yeah i don't know maybe next episode you'll have some opinions on the military but i guess we'll just move on <laughs> i guess we'll just move on for now <laughs> okay what were throws a knife at my head <laughs> <laughs> What were you? What were uh, some things that you want to talk about regarding so that was, the negatives? That <laughs> I mean, that was a big one. And oh, the okay. other one is like the obsessive workout uh, that he like his workout culture and lifestyle. And okay, first, I think to promote the idea is that you should constantly be working out and working. Like, look, you should have a uh, healthy lifestyle that does. Like we were just talking about, it does feel good to go to the gym. It does feel good to work out. But being like, every time I land, I do eight hours at the gym, and that is good. It's just like, listen, that's great for you, buddy. But some of us want to see our kids and stuff. I don't know if I right. have them, but I want to find them, and I'd love to see them. Yeah, I would like to take the time that I have in my you know off time here to see if I have any children out there. I think that's I okay don't have a lot of respect for the work yourself to death mentality and you know that's like huge and ripe in the trades that i'm now a part of and very much a big thing that he's a proponent of yeah. one of the most fucked up ways that this comes to light is that he travels with a forty thousand pound gym that a crew has to carry and assemble for him and not only that he has to like forty thousand pounds worth of weights yeah and gear that he travels around with and a crew that has to bring it with them and set it up. Not only isn't that heinous, but it also has to be set up just the right way. So the energy and the flow of the workout is correct or else they get yelled at. Yeah, that's insane. That is indentured servitude, more or less. <laughs> like, also, how rich do you have to be that you can have like a bus follow you around or like a semi, I guess, follow you around and just be like, all right, well, we're in Miami tomorrow, Cleveland the next day. Then I'm going to be in Canada shooting a movie for six months. And then I'm going to, and they're just like, 
hey rock you know we have families right he's like you know i have needs right like he just, <laughs> that's just the kind of guy oh, I guess great bring like, them i have other stuff they could carry please has, you have to have so much money and so little respect for people to do that that's yes. so crazy remember that paddleboard i was talking about earlier yeah so a big thing this company does is send objects to bloggers and writers to write up items that are going to be for sale and so to get this paddleboard to a blogger in the midwest they were legitimately looking at dropping like fifteen thousand dollars to charter on a military flight because it's too big for fedex and it ended up not being a no because of of that ended up being a no because they just decided to go with something else like they were just throwing that money off that was one paddleboard how fucking much does it cost to fly a gym with forty thousand pounds worth of gear <laughs> to i bet they place? don't even get to fly i genuinely think they probably have oh, to like drive <laughs> like there's there's someone who's in charge of the rocks weight logistics where they're oh like okay God. here's what we're doing for the next six months uh guys if you have kids Give them a kiss because you're not going to be seeing them for Christmas. <laughs> like that's, right. I think so that's. We're going to take the bus from New York to Southern California, where we've chartered a fishing vessel to take us to Hawaii, where right. he'll be for four days, and he needs the gear there. And then we go on back, and you know, we get a few days off before he starts the next project. The wild thing about all of it is, there are gyms in the places that he's staying. <laughs> yes, you know there are. <laughs> But as we were talking about, the more money you have, the less people that could be at your gym. Right. And the ultimate goal and the peak of that mountain is your gym comes with you. Like he could go pretty much anywhere. He could honestly, I bet he could save money by being like, hey, I'm going to be in town this, you know, th these weeks. Can we shut the gym down? Because he gets up at like 4 a.m. or something crazy, I think. And like yeah. lifts three times a day or something. Can shit. you kick out that 180 year old who shows up at that exactly. time? Exactly. <laughs> He's like, I will pay you a year's worth of rent to let me come in here at 4 30 a.m from from then until 7 30 and then let me do my shit or whatever you know like it's crazy to me that he's dragging these weights around but you know all well, the energy and the I, flow I and the design you know of the gyms probably aren't working out well for him so this you is know what? an easier option it almost might be easier for him to build a franchise of gyms across the united <laughs> states of america and be like this exactly is the like rock yeah rock, rocks rock room or whatever the fuck <laughs> he wants to call it and be like it doesn't matter what you need here is what's going to be in here and this is the flow of the room just so you know i'm going to drop by and do not talk to me but you're welcome to use you know you're welcome to pay 200 dollars a month to use my gym. that's totally fine <laughs> this is this is smell this chair this is the right. rock smell right he doesn't need a fucking a gym to follow him around he needs a business manager to follow him around because that is like a crazy it's insane to me that he doesn't have his own gym franchise i've just realized that right now. also the whole thing is insane being this obsessed with building an empire is absolutely ludicrous and you know what it's leading to he started to to feel out little hey i you know if people want me to be president i'll be president and you're like shut exactly. the fuck up i don't know who i want to be president obviously politicians are garbage monsters also but god i'm so tired of this like well i don't know i've made a lot of money reading so i guess yeah. i should just do this i i have two thoughts on who i think our next president should be um okay first is katie perry i just want to see mm. i just want to see i've always said this and i'm like I used to be one of those annoying kids in like a college party be like it doesn't even fucking matter who the president is all right like just it could be michelle bachman it could be fucking obama it doesn't matter it's all the same i was wrong however 
I will say most presidents are bad and I want to see what happens when like, maybe not Katy Perry, she's a little, she's fallen out of favor in the public eye, but like, I want to see what happens when like a world renowned, I want Billie Eilish to be the next president. I was going to say, what about Zoe Deschanel, a safer Katy Perry? Zoe Deschanel, what? (laughs) (laughs) She's the bookworm Katy Perry. I don't have the energy to dive into why I hate that. So what I'm going to say is Billie (laughs) Eilish, okay? Universally loved, I would say. She's young. She's like, she's got a hippie. She's like a lefty hippie person, whatever, I'm sure. So like put her in office. Let's see what happens. Okay. If that's not going to work, then I want someone who is literally 10 years old. I want to take away, (laughs) take away the thing where you have to be 35. I just want to see like, Look at how bad it's been where we've had all these old crusty dudes do it. Give me a fucking 10 year old who just like doesn't care about the world. And I just want to see what happens to America. You know what I mean? Or it's like, yeah, I know there's something going on in North Korea, but honestly, I think we should bring back the original Pokemon. And like, that's just like a thing that has to happen. <laughs> Why are there legislated bedtimes now? What's <laughs> right? happening? Right. Nap times will be extended for an extra 15 minutes. And I'm like, all right, Dylan, I guess this is what we're going to be doing. <laughs> so like hey the we didn't spend any of the budget this year which is great but like i get when there are people i now that with trump being president i i don't think that it's impossible that at some point in time there could be someone who is extremely popular who was like i have no i have no business being the office office of the presidency however i am running and then they win and then you're just going to have to do, I mean, like it worked like Jesse Ventura was a, was the governor of Minnesota. He is a former wrestler and he's a fucking weirdo. He's a far out weirdo. Like Yo. the rock would Arnold be like Schwarzenegger, a, the governor Schwarzenegger. of California. And like, uh, there, there's like a football coach. Who's like a Senator now and all this shit. And like, it's like all this weird, or it, it, I, the rock would, would have been like a, if, let's say he gets elected. He'd be like, a. I, I don't even know if this really exists, but like a moderate Republican, like a fiscally conservative moderate Republican. And I'm just like, I don't like that you're you're teasing this because like I know you're not going to, but like you could and you would probably make our country worse. <laughs> like that genuinely scares me when like people of this level of fame oh, yeah. are like, increasing what police if I, spending, what if I do increasing it? military spending. It's gonna right. be great. Increasing the work week. Like, wait, we were trying to get that down to four days. No, it's now six. I will say <laughs> mandatory will say, gym memberships. I will say The Rock is probably more fit to be president than Donald Trump was. OK, specifically because he was a king. He did play the role of the Scorpion King. All right. So that is a leadership position. And I think that should be respected as such. That's cool. I think he should have to be in Scorpion King makeup and costume as he's our president. I would vote if if it comes up where it's like, <laughs> what are we gonna do for this next election? I'll be like, if you if you give me a viable Scorpion King full makeup option, I will vote for that. He person. doesn't even say anything in the debates. He just comes out. <laughs> right. Like, all right, I love it. You know, I don't know what he's saying, but I love the energy. I need to circle back to you said that uh, when the rock you <laughs> circle back at our podcast. Don't bring the your rock. dirty work words into this. Oh yeah, that's that's funny. You're right. Uh, I, I just want to make sure we're aligned here. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just just pinging you one more time to talk about this. 
uh the rock you were like in the rock is like delightful in every movie he sucked in the scorpion king the scorpion king sucks i think there were like two or three of them they all suck those are bad movies i don't he remember a not... single second of any of the mummy movies or the ones adjacent to it don't you fucking dare okay i was about to say i love a brendan fraser i just don't remember a single second of any of those movies the Scorp- scorpion king franchise and the mummy franchise are separate in my mind i don't care what anyone <laughs> says they're all canon aren't they it's the same universe. Take a cannon and blow my head off because I have seen every one of those movies. And they, and they I thought that's what people were talking about worse. when they said MCU, the Mummy Cinematic Universe. <laughs> that's funny. I would watch that. Um, but he he is like so as an actor, like I I think it did take him a little bit to find like his niche a little bit. Like he would he did like Scorpion King where he was essentially he was like a Vin Diesel type role, right? Or like a literate Jason Momoa. I, why would you what did fucking jason momoa do <laughs> just keeps getting cast at things what and he can't fuck? read and it's exhausting he doesn't need to read he's hot and he can fucking axe throw you bitch <laughs> i realize that's why he's getting book things but they keep giving him lines it's crazy that's crazy remember this game of thrones a- where you're just quietly on a horse and people are like this guy rocks like why can't he have roles like that why does he have to be aquaman and talk after what is what is he bad in give me a thing that he's bad um aquaman that not weird bad fur trading show he's terrible in aquaman i mean I it's hard to tell because fur... everyone's bad in that he's i don't got... know what the fur trading show there's is, a weird so. fur trading show and he's like leading this gang in the woods and it's also terrible I don't have you're the like time a big or Jason the energy. Momoa fan. Wow. No, I just this you're the only person I've ever really heard speak ill of him, and I'm just like, oh, I don't. It's because like everyone's scared of him because he's huge. Nobody's scared of him. Everybody I'll wants fight to him fuck right him. now. I'll fight I'm him just right now. He's street. not slipping his little pole <laughs> down your throat. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> you gotta stop watching porn in McDonald's. It's ruining the way you talk. <laughs> I'm watching porn right now. All right. So that's why I'm trying to power through this fucking podcast. So. Here's what I will say. It took the the Rock was not a good actor for a very long time, and then they're like, "Well, what if we just start giving him more like snarky roles?" You know, and maybe he took an acting class or two. But like, the show sucks. But like, he's in the show Ballers, and like, he is oh, good. I hate that show so much. It's Entourage with sports. So yeah. and they canceled it, the Brink for it, which I thought was actually a a cool idea for a show. But the whatever. what the Brink? the Brink? Yeah. Oh, it's like brain. Jack Black, and then you know it's about foreign policy, and it was neat about diplomacy. No one yeah, except for it was. All, I was the, the only person who liked <laughs> right. it, but it was very funny, very good. Awesome Bondi's in it; he's crushing it. Every Whatever. week they'd be like, "What are our ratings?" Like, still one. It's just this <laughs> one guy in New but York. But he watched each episode fifty times. Is that enough? <laughs> but like, once oh. he found his his groove as like the smarmy kind of snarky, like, oh, I, I can't, I don't have a great example of what a line would be but you know the look he would have on his face he would basically mm-hmm. if 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 his character was like a sentient like uh eyebrow raise like that's <laughs> what he was you know i think I mean? he is isn't he when he's that volcano i think they, he's just a volcano <laughs> with eyebrows like they just took they took like okay imagine if we took his wwe character and made it kind of likable I guess that's what he can be. And that that seems to be working for him. And he's teamed up with like Kevin Hart and they have a weird bromance and like that seems to be working for him. So I will I will give him credit there. He has come into his own as an actor. Um but oh, you fucking love The Rock. Oh my god, it's embarrassing. I, I mean it's 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 pretty wild. Like this is a person I never I don't think about that much anymore, but like genuinely I'm like, yeah, I think I do. However, I thinking back to like what he was doing again. 
insane like truly one of the most misogynistic people in my life <laughs> i mean like, his first wrestling he, when, character was mom puncher it was crazy okay well i that i didn't even know that's insane what <laughs> yeah i'm making that up <laughs> okay I come on I, why did you say that because <laughs> he said he's super misogynistic and i didn't see anything so i just assumed he was mom puncher or something i was i true sometimes you come you come into this shit with some shit i've never heard of and i was like <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's just what it was. But he's a he's like a third generation wrestler, and there's like a lot of tradition in his family. And it's funny they tried to do that first. You know, he was like, he's like Rocky Maivia or whatever, and then he like, which is like his grandfather's last name. They tried to make him like this traditional guy, and then they're like, I don't know, what if he always just comments on women's breasts? Is that a character? And then and it worked. They're always like, we love titties, and we love the way this guy talks about titties. He should be the most famous. He tapped into the main vein of America. He knows what we want. Yeah, he uh, it fucking it was perfect. But, you know, we made this monster. This is our guy. He was the people's champion in WWE. And now he's this fucking guy. We you can't be mad at him without turning the mirror on ourselves and being mad at ourselves. Not only will he not go away, he only grows in power every year. He's an attention whore dog for real. Um, you know he has a Guinness record for the most selfies in three hours was it I think uh, I was I that was just, that was literally the last thing I had to say <laughs> was that that's why I think he is that might be one of the most egregious things you know like how annoying how annoying is a guy who, a grown man who wants to take selfies all the time how well, fucking annoying is that that's kind okay? of what I thought first, too but then they're first all and foremost, like with fans and you're like oh don't care. fuck you for being a guy who's so good to your fans Sure, but like when comedians do comedy shows and then they turn around and like everybody throw up the fucking shocker. I'm taking a picture for Instagram. Yeah. How annoying is Why that? Why are you calling me out like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Kirsch heads out there are like, you yeah. gonna do the shocker photo or what, uh, dude? Duh, dude. <laughs> After we do uh, shots. <laughs> my mid-set I, I, shots. I fucking I don't know. A very fun thing that would happen would be that if you your comedy stays the same you stay the same nothing changes as far as you you're as a person but for some reason you just get on like all these shows and then like a tour and then God, that would maybe be like nice. a special oh. that is but it is just like all party comics it's party comedians and fans who are just like just want hot party comedy so i'm just like Bert kreischer's just, underling for the rest of my life it's, it's Bert kershner everyone exactly oh, Bert kreischer Bert, Bert uh, Kreischer, like, you know, the gets, beast and like, the pig. He, he's barefoot jet skiing and like rips the skin off of his feet. So they need a fill in for his tour and they can't find anybody else. Every other comedian has been poisoned. We poisoned each other. We're all dead. You're the only other comedian that's left. It's his audience. It's a party filled audience. They just want to do shots off of your belly and tell you how pudgy you are. Honestly, and, but, I would kill you and everyone I've ever loved to be Bert Kreischer. <laughs> But you're not Burt Kreischer. You're you with his fans. Would that oh, be hell God. for you? That would be hell for you. Uh, we helped create the Taliban. Shots. Oh. <laughs> I would love to watch that movie, truly. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I I don't know if I really have anything else. I, there, it's a lot of these little things where like I look back as an adult and I'm like, oh, this is problematic. Oh, that's unfortunate. All right. It's not horrible. It's like a bunch of little things where you're like, I don't know if this is the worst thing ever. However, you stack them on top of each other. And like, well, this is a pile of bad things. Is he a bad person? You know, like, what is this? 
Well, that's the thing with like the nature of what he does for a living is like, I don't know if you've grown as a person or if you've just gotten smarter at PR. Like, sure. you know, it's like when a comic is kind of a dick, but then they start blowing up. So they're like, they're like a public nice guy. You're like, all mm. right. Yeah, I guess. But I, I don't think you're actually that nice. I think you just realize that if you're mean to people, you're going to start doing worse. We call that Kirshnering where I'm from. <laughs> Am I blowing up? Oh, my God, please. Did someone not tell me I was blowing up? You're, you you're going to be doing that. You're going to be doing the HVAC circuit in like six months. And oh, my God. You guys uh, love to work. <laughs> Isn't it cool? We all <laughs> love our job. Yeah! Let's work until we fucking die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be you. Uh, uh, okay. Do you do you have a scale for this week? I do have a scale hmm. this week for hmm. once. Okay. One through ten. One being uh, how bad of a person, right? One yeah. being a good person. Ten being a bad person. Um, all right. I have one. You live in a world where every mirror is replaced with a screen that just tells you you're wonderful and only says nice things about you. Every delicious food is actually really good for you and makes your hog huge. But then also everyone has perfectly fitting genitals that are all the same. So there's no feeling bad about your genitals. That's like a one, right? The okay. decent world. Uh, yeah. Took me for a little loop at the end there, but I think it would solve a lot of problems for our society. So, okay. Uh, 10 is... Dwayne Johnson fires everyone who sets up his gym except for you. So your job is just you alone dragging his 40,000 pounds of weightlifting equipment across the country. And like you said, he's not allowed to fly with it. He flies where he's going. You have to figure out planes and trains. To, nope. Sure. Trains and automobiles to get your way there. Maybe by sure. a horse. Um, and if you ever, ever touch it, ever try and use it and get jacked yourself, he deports your family. That's a 10. <laughs> To put, even if they're legal citizens, yep, <laughs> roots back to your ancestors. Finds out where, from where exactly is your family from, Ben? Uh, you know, mostly roots in central Minnesota. Okay, how would they like to go back to Guatemala? Like, go back to Guatemala. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you Get on out of here. Uh, <laughs> These are my barbells, motherfucker. Okay, I don't um, know. Yeah, give them like a three. You know, yeah. I do hate his crime. I thought war, being so into the slaughter of brown people for cash is not great, but he's mostly fine. I just hope no one ever uh, listens to him and takes his uh, advice on becoming jacked and working hard forever. You know, I want us all to be soft and gentle and vacationing most of our lives, but he's there, generally a decent, seems decent and harmless. There's for, a scary threat of anyone now, and I understand the irony of saying this, but of anyone now who's famous in the moment in like five to 10 years, starting a podcast or something and like becoming an influ influential voice to people you hate. You know what I mean? Oh, like God. the Joe Rogan thing is like real where it's just like, I had no problem with Joe Rogan his entire career. I knew nothing about a stand up. Yeah. I was just like, he was funny. And news I even radio. liked stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He was the fear factor guy. I'm sure he did other things. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it's like, Joe Rogan exists in this different world where I'm like, oh, like the most annoying person at my job loves this guy yeah. every time. And he's just an like issue. becoming Alex Jones for some reason. Right. Like, why? Uh, go back to talking about DMT is an interesting thing. What's wrong with that? Why you got to tell people? Uh, why you got to weigh in on issues that actually affect people? You freaking right. Dude. Like, I am a little worried that in like five years, 
the rock will have like a uh, luminary podcast where he just it's just him and ben shapiro riffing you know like that's a thing that i'm worried about and it's like there's a paywall but it is the highest <laughs> it's the highest grossing podcast he's rallying people podcast. to rip books in half and do push-ups until we're dead right it's like you should all be bringing a gym with you wherever you go <laughs> also bathrooms are for men and women only and you're just like the rock what i don't understand even what it does makes so much mean? more sense to do genderless bathrooms and yeah. the lines are so much shorter <laughs> it's so much shorter uh okay um what let's say five have a scale uh my scale on how shitty is the rock scale of one to ten uh i will say okay so a one being not that bad 10 being horrible um what's a good feeling example of a one a one is i uh get fired from my job i'm walking down the street that would be nice it starts out, yeah it starts out pretty high right i'm walking on i should say i'm not walking down the street i'm skipping down the street uh because i know i get that severance baby uh i, I bump it i accidentally scuffed the rock shoe uh, he's walking we're in the same neighborhood he's shooting something he's just on a little he's getting his jog in before his next scene <laughs> i scuff his shoe and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry ah whatever but we just happen to be wearing the same shoes and i'm like bro this might be crazy but like do you want to wear my shoes he takes my shoes he's like hey i'll give you i'll give you these back after i'm done shooting do you want to hang out on set for a little bit while we do this and i'm like yeah I would love to hang out on set with you, The Rock, while you wear my shoes for this scene. And then I, he's wearing my shoes. He does a specific ad lib during one of his one of his uh, scenes to be like, and these shoes are fucking great. OK, and then he lifts them up and my name's on the bottom like Andy and Toy Story. All right. <laughs> he does Your that. mom wrote them there. <laughs> 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 And then, and soon, you know, he's done shooting. It's like, hey, I gotta work out for a second. But uh, <laughs> like, what are you just jogging? <laughs> but after I'm done working out, it's only gonna be like three and a half hours. You want to get some dinner, and then we go and get some dinner. He's like, bring your fiance over. You know, I love you. You seem like a fun guy. Whatever. He just takes us out for a night on the town. We become best friends. The Rock is in my wedding. Uh, as, the Rock is uh, he officiates my wedding. Sorry current officiant you're fucking out uh the rock me? is there yeah it's not you are you kidding <laughs> Why? I, I didn't even it. i didn't even i forgot <laughs> until right now did you even know that i was engaged do you know what i mean like i feel like that's hard <laughs> i thought i hit it i thought i hit it from you uh no uh and then but he officiates our wedding and we're like tight for the that's a one all right and he just gives me money and i don't have to ask he just gives me money that's a one a 10 is the, my in boss, the wedding ceremony hold on he's just gaining you cash he's like after you say yeah, i do he's like i love this so much he's just he gives me he gives us cash bill. at the wedding and then every year he just gives us a meal a cool meal just because he liked my shoes so much and we were a good hang that's what <laughs> that's what happened a 10 is my boss gets fired and the rock takes over that is a 10 oh, okay no. oh, it is no. i'm i'm scheduled to work you know five days a week eight until five and i'm like you know what new boss new me i'm getting there at eight no i'm getting there at fucking 757 and i'm gonna be in my chair at eight and i'm not leaving you know i'll take i'll take my lunch but actually instead of the hour that i get 
I'm taking a fucking, I'm taking 15 minutes, all right? Just for the first month, I'm taking 15 minutes and I'm eating at my desk because I want this person to be impressed. And I don't want to, I don't want to feel weird about leaving at five exactly. We're in the future. I've got a dog, maybe. I've got a child. I've got a child dog at home that I need to take care of. And The Rock is my boss. It's five o'clock. And I'm like, all right, boss, I'm taking off. I'll see you tomorrow. And he doesn't say anything. He just looks at me does the people's eyebrow thing. And then he goes, huh, not what I would do, but go ahead. That's a 10. All right. That feeling of the rock being disappointed in me and knowing full well that he'll be there for another 24 hours. This man doesn't even go home. He doesn't even go home. I've worked my ass off today and knowing that it's not even a fraction of what the rock has done. That is a 10. All right. And on that scale, the Rock is like a literally a one. I think he's probably, I don't know if we've given, I can't remember if we've given a one, um, but I don't think he's, I, we looked, there's there's no like assaults in his past that, that I know. He stole stuff from rich people. That's yeah. pretty fucking tight. He's like yeah. actual Batman. I they think were that's probably fun. the worst tourists in Hawaii and maybe kind of right. deserved it a little just for fun. I, I, I think, you know what, to cover my bases. <laughs> it's very I am, funny though. We have given him twice as bad if not a way worse score to mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> albert einstein all these motherfuckers <laughs> rotten motherfuckers but the rockies are saint <laughs> because he's not changing there's something there is an unavoidable like uh evil is the wrong word but like downside to fundamentally changing the world or being worshipped by a large group of people like something happens where it's it's like a roller coaster where you hit the top and you're like it's good it's good it's good it's good and then something clicks and you're like oh no this is all bad now (laughs) that's what happens when you fucking change the world anybody Uh, who's listening to this who thinks that they're going to change the world someday know that in hindsight you will be seen at least partially as a monster all right i just want you to know that the rock gets worshipped by a group of large people I don't get it. I get it, but what do you mean? Wait. <laughs> like, anyone gets worshipped by a large group of people, and then the Rock uh, gets worshipped by a group oh, of large they're... people because they're huge. Any wrestling fan? Oh, do you mean like they're jacked or they're like yeah. fat? Oh, okay. Jacked. I I took it as fat, so I was like, I'm not trying to get on this train, bro. Oh, you can have no, that. I just... Sorry to leave you uh, hanging. I thought you were wow. calling all his fans fat, and I was like, I'm not going to get hit in the street <laughs> for this. I, I need to bump it up. He did go to the University of Miami to play football in a time where it was probably the most like unbelievably out of control college football program maybe ever. So I maybe I should bump it up to the to a two just in case something comes out that he was involved. You know, even if he was just like in the other room while some fuck shit was happening, like I want to cover my bases. So I will bump him up to a two. That's what I'll say. Hell yeah. Wow. Brutal, brutal takedown of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Fucking eviscerated. <laughs> well, Ben, uh, where can people find you this week? Um, uh, I don't know. You said this week, so I was like... Yeah, I guess, I I guess just real. in general. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Shaq Katzner on Twitter. Uh, again, my book, Hello, My Name is Poop, is coming out in October. I'm excited. By the time we're like 
less than a month away from when this shit will be coming out. No pun intended. Uh, nice. So if you're listening to this and you you know want to talk to me about the book or you have a podcast or something, you want me to be on it, fucking tell me, dog, because I'll do that shit. I will do anything to promote this. They said that they would buy me a dog and kill it if this book doesn't sell. So uh, I need to sell this book. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'll have, but uh, hey, if you don't free dog me, huh? not free bad. dog me. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I do plan to do some, I do want to do some shows in support of like a book release type situation. So hopefully at least one in New York and maybe one in Minnesota. So, uh, oh, speaking of this, I will say people right now, if you're listening, if you're in Minnesota, I am coming back for Thanksgiving to do my annual Thanksgiving show. It might be a little bit different this year, but I will be back. And it is the Friday after Thanksgiving. We officially booked it. So fucking dump your kids off at grandma's and come get your toes tickled by old billy bob ben if you know what oh, i mean oh yeah this toes are gonna be tickled he's not even gonna look you in the face he's gonna tickle your toes with one hand and hold his porn phone up with the other i'll be too busy licking your shin for you to see your <laughs> eyes albert where can people find you if they want to uh as always i'm on the internet at hot young albert and I think I'm going to try and do a little road trip during the spring here. I usually try and hit Denver and maybe finally go to L.A. and visit some friends out there. But definitely going back to the Washington area, if you Seattle piggies who have been hitting me up want to see me do comedy, wait like six, six eight months, <laughs> probably be out there. And I... I'll announce something later once I have a little more, uh, a little more of it flushed out. But I've kind of started a little project thing. Ooh, a tease! Yeah, Ooh. the project is he is now driving the rocks weights around the country. So yes. uh, it's um, pretty exciting. But I'm not allowed to lift them. I have to roll them on rollers so I don't get stronger than him because he's yep. really insecure about that. He will deport my family, and I don't know <laughs> where. <laughs> oh, um, Saskatchewan! Always... You said? Oh no. <laughs> as always send us an email preferably hate email if you do like it please rate it and review it yeah just we got a negative review it. because albert got into a facebook fight with some racist or something yeah so. so you know please bump please let's bury that with a sheer volume of love my racists don't know how to use the rate and review system so you can't hurt me but yours <laughs> mine are, are internet really savvy. really yeah. in there <laughs> So well, they spend we spend a lot help. of time on the internet. Now it's my bad. We um, we're also, you know, our email is uh, burnyourheroespod at gmail, and our Twitter is at burnyourheroes. Hit us up. We love doing this, and we're going to be back every week for the rest of our lives. Thank you so much. <laughs>